When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The Ryback Show starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show Thursday Live. I am the big guy, Ryback. Thank you for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, presented by Feed Me More Nutrition, premium supplements for men and women, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit. No artificial sweeteners, no artificial colors. Vegan friendly, so all people can use them. We do not discriminate. Guys, we have the greatest tasting plant-based protein on the market in our caramel cookie, plant-powered iso-hungry protein. And you can save 20% always just from listening to this show with discount code RYBACKSHOW20, available on feedmemore.com. Products are also on Amazon as well, but I always highly, highly encourage you to get the discounts. You get the discounts on feedmemore.com. Streaming on Instagram and TikTok, the big guy Ryback22. I thank you guys all for joining me over there. I'll try to get to some of your uh, questions over there as well throughout the show, depending on how how hot the, the the YouTube, the Ryback TV on YouTube, the Ryback rules on Twitch, and the Periscope at Ryback are. I uh, we got a verification coming up on the twenty fourth. I'm allowed to resubmit to Twitter, and uh, I'm going to resubmit and. Uh, I have somebody that, that was worked on the accounts, um, and then we're going. It's very interesting. We're going to see what happens here with it. But uh, I'm, I'm I'm staying optimistic. I'm staying positive. It doesn't stop the game plan. It doesn't stop the work. It just uh, determines on how much people see my content or not that follow me. So, um, great day, great day. Uh, a lot of scar tissue broke up today. Had my double appointments yesterday. And uh, I did a big conditioning session today. I end up taking an extra day off uh, during the week of weights, uh, where I train weights typically four days a week, and uh, and only take one full day off when I do my fast. Uh, and the other days I do my I do conditioning on my off day. And today I got twelve rounds on the uh, stairmaster max level twenty five with no hands. And then, uh, and I did 45 on the elliptical and 15 in the sauna, and I was done. Just got done. I actually got showered and cleaned up. Been working on the hot tub all day. The hot tub was leaking. I had to buy some sealant for the hot tub. 
it's because uh, they get cracks in the shell. And I was a little bit, uh, I didn't know exactly how that you, you fix something like that. Those things are expensive. And I've already put some work into it, had to replace a couple things. Uh, I don't think I will ever, ever buy an above ground hot tub. And I don't recommend it. I believe if you get one, you get an in ground one. I should have, it would have been a lot cheaper. And I didn't know this until after the, uh, I don't know why the TikTok connection went away. We have the, the Wi-Fi. The, uh, and I'll, Jake, I'll get to your super chat as well. Super chats are always appreciated here on YouTube, guys. You want to throw the big guy money? Give me that Starbucks. They've done a second price hike uh, on the prices. Coffee, a large hot coffee is now $3.20. So I'm going to have to charge you inflation for the super chats as well. Um, but the uh, if I would have got the in-ground hot tub with my pool, and I think I paid, what I pay for the whole backyard? For the, well, I, the turf I got separate. I've got a hundred and something K into the backyard for that whole thing. I think it's worth about 130 total. Um, if I'm not mistaken with everything that we've got, uh, which is it? What did the, the in ground hot tub, I think would have been, I want to say a few thousand dollars between, I'm going to say three to $5,000 for the in ground one along with the pool. It would have been that just would have been the extra charge, right? And that one, I got the hot tub and cold tub before I got my pool built. And I've just said, oh, I need a hot tub for my cold tub. And I bought it above ground. And that was like 13,000. And that's not counting. Then you got to put work into it over time and filters. And so the damn thing, uh, the sealant, I heard great reviews on. I'm hoping it works because I do that cold tub, tub, hot tub. But I was like, damn, because that heat, everything, I see there's cracks in it. And it, they're very small, but the water started leaking out. This just happened. and uh, But there's a lot of them. But I, I also use the pressure washer on it, but I don't use a very powerful one. But I don't think I'll be using that anymore because the shell, uh, I, don't, I don't know. The sealant has great reviews. You pour the whole thing in. You got a second bottle just for an emergency. And uh, it looks like the water's staying in. At last I checked uh following the direction so we will see that's what's going on with me today the super chat so you guys definitely want your question answered you send those super chats i uh we, we just got the adsense revenue in from uh last month or two it's like two months behind however that works but the super chats greatly oh those things are beautiful you just get that in and i was like oh that's nice that's nice <laughs> Jake, good to see you, buddy. Been gone a bit. I'm back. Uh, my 22nd birthday is tomorrow. Well, uh, happy birthday, buddy. A little early, but uh, I hope you have a great day and uh, and celebrate it uh, however it makes you happiest, however you're able to. I need to big, throw a big birthday bash for myself. The big 4-0 this year in November. Still in my 30s, though. Still in my 30s. I still, I still feel young. I feel better than ever. So I... Uh, you know, it's inevitable. Everyone gets old. It's uh, nobody has uh, escaped that ever. But I do believe being vegan, I believe I'm going to stay the same looking, hopefully into my 50s. Hopefully like 54, 55, maybe you could start telling I've gotten a little older. But yeah, that's the game plan. I'm really, really, because it hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, I don't want it to. But um, it's inevitable. Nobody beats father time. But, uh, and I feel like you look at other guys, like, you know, Cena comes back. You could tell, right? But he's in his mid-40s. He's older than me, a lot older than me. I'm 39, still in my 30s. 
John's fucking pushing 50. Uh, but I feel like, like I feel like Batista looks great. Dave's older. Dave's older than John. I feel like Dave's age, tremendously fantastic shape. You know, but it's gonna, it's just inevitable. The rock, you can look at the rock, and the rock still looks great physically, but but like you could tell he's big on that tequila too. That stuff ages you quick. I feel like since his Terramana tequila came out, he's aged a little more. It just gets you right in the face. You can just tell. Even Connor, Connor's aged, you could tell, and it's that whiskey. It's the hard liquor. All the people I know that do hard liquor, they age quicker. You do a little bit of wine, Kevin Nash, look at Nash. Nash could still go. Nash could come back, do a little die job. He can come back as Big Daddy Cool, powerbomb the entire fucking roster. Big, big, big sexy's into the wine. He's a smart man. All right, Gwen Reynolds, uh, this is going to be the last time you ever hear your name on this station. You have been blocked. Uh, Seth Rollins fan base. This is a great question. How did you lose to John Cena in the Royal Rumble? Uh, 2013, you deserved it. Uh, I greatly appreciate it, but as a physical actor, you know, you do the role that they want you to play. And as a, and this is why I always, I, 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 I believe it is key in educating wrestling fans and the public that pro wrestlers are physical actors. They're physical actors. They know the role they're going to play before they go out there. So therefore, it is impossible to ever fail based off winning and losing. And I've always found that incredibly ridiculous that people and certain people in the business hold so much merit on that. I actually, I've always been like, I like Nash and Hall, they'd rather, they talk about it, well, making more money over titles. I'm with them on that. I get the same enjoyment. I get enjoyment of putting other guys over at times, but great, I don't want my money to be affected. I want to, I want to agree on a physical, on a role, and then like, let's go, let's go execute that role. And if I don't execute that role, you could fire me, but I'm pretty damn confident. You can put me in the top role. I'm going to execute because I've already done it. So it, it's just, I, I look at the business. I feel in the best way that you could possibly look in the business and look at it. And I don't get caught up in the games. I don't get caught up in the politics. I don't go, I don't bitch and whine and cry. If that's what you want. All right. I'll go play that role to the best of my ability. And I always did that. You know, there's other people that will go and go try to get finishes changed. I think that's a little bit weird personally. Cause then I, I, I'm like, it's just, you know, but that's the environment in some places. I, I don't, I don't care for that. That's why I'm so happy. You know, I don't need it. Like, I don't need to do that. And it's not like, and I, and I just, you know, I appreciate people think that. And, you know, I, I would agree. And I know I lived it during that period. I think I was the hottest thing, no doubt. I know so. <laughs> I was like, it is what it is. You can't change it. And I'm grateful for everything and all the experiences. I've got to wrestle with a lot of great people. But at the end of the day, as a physical actor, they hand you a script and you go out and you execute it. Let's see what else do we got going on here. I saw Dr. Carlos is back to life for you guys. Yes, he was. Uh, I went there not knowing because I had my appointment with Dr. Sean and, and Dr. Carlos appeared out of like a Terminator. Um, he is, his entire uh, skeletal system has been laced with liquid um, 
what is it liquid liquid titanium liquid liquid metal <laughs> and uh yeah great we had to get we had to from storyline purposes we had to bring dr carlos back to life unlike some professional wrestling companies we 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 tell stories on ryback tv dr carlos gets killed the week before i have to find a creative way to bring him back to life and we did and he's back Yeah, Batista's 52, man. He looks fantastic. Jake, I'm 39. I'm not 40, just to make that clear. You can't, we can't say that. I've got I've got quite a ways to go before November 10th this year, guys. If you want to send me birthday gifts, you can send it to the P.O. box. If you just type in the Shell Shock uh, fan mail videos, you can get the P.O. box. The in-ground hot tub are like why the, the hot tubs they build with the pool in the ground on that. Ryback, when are we going to see you in AEW? Guys, I got a, we got a lot going on. I got to get the, sh- the shoulder. We're, well, this is My shoulder is so good right now compared to what it was just a month ago on the range of motion. Like I'm, I, the work is paying off and I just, I stick to the game plan. It's Groundhog's Day for me on almost every day on my routine. And that routine has allowed me to overcome the impossible and just staying consistent. I've taken what I've done in other areas of my life. And I've done it with my back and my shoulder. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm very, I, I will, and I will say this, and I, and I love pro wrestling and, and my achievements in pro wrestling. And I believe I, I'm going to have many, many more great, great things to be a part of. And, and I look forward to my future in pro wrestling. My greatest achievement in my life is overcoming this. The, the ankle injury is always in this as well, in that. But, but overcoming needing a five-disc fusion and shoulder replacement this has never been done before, and I've had a lot of help with the Bio Accelerator Company. I've been truly been blessed and, and watched over, and to, for, to meet the people that I've met and come in contact with during this, because I've had the help of no promotion, nothing, and I had to figure this all out on my own. As far as and I found these people and attracted these people. However you want to say it, one person led me to the other, and so many cool things that pieced this all together to get this. And it was like, let's get the back better first, because that's the more serious of the two. And then let's put all the energy into the shoulder, even though the shoulder was being done with the stem cells, but I had to get it to a certain point. And then my back, it, it had to like, that was the fact that that alone is, is not an issue anymore. I say, thank you every day. I, 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 no joke guys. When I wake up in the morning, first thing I do when I wake up, I sit up out of bed and then I see the dogs. I just go, thank you. Cause I'm not in pain. And I, it, it was, it's a real, it was a brain it was, I was like, it really, really messed, messed with me for a while because I woke up so bad for so long, even my entire time wrestling, because it started very shortly after the ankle injury, because it was all connected to that with the back, with that perineal nerve damage from the surgery, the ankle surgery. But I, I'm not in pain anymore. And this is like, my whole entire wrestling career, because as wrestlers, you just, you're used to being in pain, but I was in a lot of pain. And I didn't realize at the time how severe and what I was doing. And, and everything. And now it's like every day I go, no matter what's going on, I go, I got my health, man. And I, I, I just like, I go, no matter what is going on, I have my health back that I didn't have like for the majority of my adult career. So it's uh, just getting this shoulder to the final, final pieces. And we're gonna, I've, we talked yesterday, they're like, like we're going to do it. We are going to do it. It's uh, and man, it's going to be a beautiful story when it's told properly and uh, and everything could be told from beginning to end. 
And and I know when I do my book, that would be very, be very descriptive in that. And, you know, and I think eventually when I do the right interview, the right place and tell that from beginning to end, just so ever under one umbrella, everyone I think will understand a lot better. So, but I saw apparently Daniel Bryan and uh, CM Punk are the two names with uh, AEW. And I, I like, and then regardless, see, people think too, like, I don't hate CM Punk. I don't hate John Cena. We had our differences on that. And that's what happens in business with that. And I don't agree with a lot of things, Punk, and I don't agree with uh, on any of it uh, with what he's done. Uh, when he did that podcast and all the bullshit and all that, just straight up lies. The but it doesn't stop me from like I, I'm so laid back on certain things, and like it's uh, I think he would be good for them if he's able to go. And Dan obviously can still go, and uh, and it's like I, I've seen people like in you know I saw Vince Russo too said I like Vince a lot, and he said like something about like one person how much are they going to move the ratings. And my thing is with AEW, I don't think it, it and this is just in wrestling in general, it's never been one person. One person doesn't make or break a company as far it's a combination of, of a lot of people. And but what happens is every big name in AEW recognizes this now, which I said when I used to do the wrestling report, I said they're going to beat WWE in the ratings because I could see it then on the direction they were going. And I said, eventually, if they start getting the names, when the names start becoming available, because guys aren't leaving there to go to WWE, it's the other way around. And WWE's helped them out tremendously by cutting certain people too, which, shockingly, but I think Vince, deep down, McMahon wants, I think he wants one last run of being competitive with something. And I think he's given them some pieces like, here, do your best. I honestly, I can't figure out any other way around it but what, what Vince Russo was saying is Vince isn't wrong on that but I think what you got to understand is it's a culmination of getting name after name after name and then those names when you have the other guys on the roster that were from the independents that haven't gotten the rub from working with the big names when they start working when the big names are, are mingling with with them it elevates them and it happens over time but then you got to tell good stories and you got to come down to execution over time, but they're they're getting better and better and better. And I'm telling you, it's gonna it's it's gonna get better. Then it's all it takes is one red hot storyline with the right people, and it's game over. And it's it not game over in the sense that you're gonna put WWE out of business. That's not happening. But I think it's that I watched again last night, and I go, man, they have surprises on the show. You're actually. It, it like it has a good feel to it when I'm watching it. Even though, again, we're always going to have things that you like as wrestling fans and don't like. They're doing certain things better than WWE, and the better their production gets, which they got a lot of WWE former people, their production too, and people that know the business. It's just going to keep getting better and better. So I uh, and just sitting back, not even being involved, I just go, I, I like what I'm seeing because it's going to be, it's. Our generation of guys missed out on so much in WWE, underpaid talent so badly and undercut talent so badly and took advantage of talent so badly. Um, the uh, During all of, sorry, I was getting a text message that that now I think it's, it's, it's things are just better. It's going to be better for the fans. It's going to be certainly be better for the wrestlers.
Get to some weird people. I'm always fascinated. What's going on? Uh, man, so so the first question I get after talking about the shoulder and everything is, it, so are you fully healed or do you still have a ways to go? <laughs> this is, oh, man. Every day we could talk about it and it'll still be the same questions. If you don't understand where I'm at based off what I just said, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> hey, yeah, Stroby, thank you, man. Shout out from one of the 20 people who regularly get your Twitter post. Yeah, you know, thank you. So I always laugh when there'll be somebody who'll be like, oh, I see all your posts. I just don't care. So I'll get that every once in a while. And I go, well, that you're part of the 0.5% asshole. Like that sucks that you are. Like at least you can give me the 0.5 of people that will engage, right? I was like, how do you not understand? I've literally posted the analytics for people to see. You can clearly, a guy, by the way, a, a, a fan that had 1,200 followers posted the other day and said, and maybe this was you. I don't, I just remember that they, their post, they had 1,200 followers. They tweeted me, their tweet to me in regards to my tweet about Twitter and the verification got 9,000 impressions. 9,000 impressions. They have 1,200 people. I have nearly 1.5 million that's been stuck at that number. What has actually gone down a bit from 1.5 to 1.4, but it's close to 1.5 still. And since 2016, out of that near 1.5 million, not even 9,000 of my followers see my post 99% of the time. That 1% will get to 1% impressions, which will be about 14,000. Typically, though, they come in between four, five, six, and seven thousand. So that just shows you, and I post it for people to see, so they can go like, "Wait a second, what's going on?" So, and this is what I'm dealing with. But I just gotta. It's it's taken a huge like what they've done. It, it is it's criminal, and it really truly upsets me that Twitter and all this time. But I'm going to stay on it, and I have to publicly keep doing what I'm doing. And there'll be people again today. Man, just give up. What are you? Those you can just see the mindset those people have just give up. I have a brand and a business and I'm going back. Why would I give up on a following that I built over years and just say, oh, they're not going to they're not they're not playing ball. I'm just going to give up or or do I start keep making noise and then just keep making noise until I get the result that I deserve and just getting normal impressions that everybody else gets. So, but that's the difference between a winner hungry mindset and never giving up and then people that have never achieved anything in their lives. And I don't, I don't argue with them. I just block them and I keep doing my thing. Yeah. The give up dude, just block him and move on. It's like the guy, they don't, they don't get it. They're, like if you're upset because I care about my engagement and my impressions and that my work, I want my work to be seen as an entrepreneur, man. Like, just, just stay away. If peanut butter wasn't called peanut butter, what would it be called? Peanut cream? Probably. Off the top of my head. Oh, I never will give up, guys. It's the hashtag hungry mindset. It's, it's, it's literally trademarked with my Feed Me More Nutrition branding. The, the Feed Me More is the hashtag hungry mindset. The hungry is my just do it. 
for the feed me more nutrition or for feed me more. It's what it is. It's, it, you don't, you don't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Don't stop. Cool. Mitchell, what's going on, buddy? November, November 21st. Good deal. My man. Nut butter. Nut butter is another name for peanut butter. Yeah, they're losing me money. So yeah, that's and that's why it's being done. There's a lot of really shady. I've told I've talked about it on the other platforms. They're doing it here on to what they've done. And even though my follower count has gone up, I don't like the the amount of people. It's like always the same amount of people. It's been the same amount of people in how many ever years I've been doing YouTube that will always tune into a live, despite my following being triple of what it was a few years ago. Right. And you go, well, how's that possible? And what it does is they just don't notify is only a small percentage get notified, even if they have notifications on and I get messages. People say, oh, I don't I never get notified. They do it to my podcast on the, the thing. I don't even get my own notifications for my own show. I already know what's going on. It's crazy. And people, they're like, oh, conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a multi-billion dollar corporation that I walked out on and said F you and took everything. And then they wanted me to know you're going to give us everything. No, I'm not. And then they go, oh, okay, we're just going to tell these companies that we're partners with to suppress your accounts, shadow ban, whatever the word you want to use. But I think it's even more impressive. I've been able to do what I've been able to do despite all that suppression. So the company that I have, I have working for me, they've already told me my Instagram should be over 4 million. They had a bot hooked up to my account they had to take off that was unfollowing new followers at a certain percentage. Legit thing. This is That's been on the account since 2016. How does that happen? Oh, it's crazy, right? So it's stupid. I just go, this is, but I've still gained six, 600,000 people since I left. I still got more followers than the majority of the people that are that are pushed in pro wrestling outside of the, the few that have, that got on there sooner that have a higher following. But I made my Instagram my last year in WWE. I didn't even make that during my, my, my best years as far as booking. So we're going to get it. We're going to get it. What do we, let me see here. Uh, I use a natural peanut butter. I, I've always, I, I use a one serving of peanut butter and my ISO hungry plant powered caramel cookie protein shake with the uh, naked mass weight gainer. All right, buddy, we're going to have to get rid of you too on the nutrition. You're spamming the chat. I always ask guys in here that you don't spam. Yeah, Walter, because they it's it's crazy. I don't understand it either, my man. It's there's two there's a lot of crazy things. You'll see when things eventually get fixed, and it's gonna be night and day. I already know it. But it I a lot of this is being done because they want you me to be discouraged and not like my numbers and whoa, well, I'm just not gonna do it. That's not how I operate. I can if there's five people in here, I'm still doing what I'm doing because it ties into my brand and I really enjoy what I'm doing. So they lost out on that one, but it, it's uh, it is it could be frustrating, no doubt. Yeah, and this is a good point. He goes, he says, I follow you on Twitter. The fact WWE is this evil behind the scenes is unbelievable. I still don't understand how people follow the company. Well, you see, and this is where I get I get frustrated too, because it's. 
people are following the pro wrestlers that they like. The pro wrestlers are just on the WWE platform. The problem is, is people have become, there's a certain portion that are loyal to the brand and it, they're not really as loyal to the talent. But then you have the people, the fans that are that understand the business and are loyal to the talent and understand that it's the talent that make the company. And granted, you need both to, for both to exist, right? But like I, that's where WWE, if you know, you know. If you're in the business, you know. And there's a reason why guys are, are leaving that were there making great money. And it's, it's the reason why more people don't speak up is because if you look at what's happening to me, and I never thought in a million years that they would go to the depths that they have gone on that. But other people, you wonder why other top people, like they want paydays and they don't want their legacy ruined. And I already know it from conversations I've had behind the scenes. And guys, I've had conversations with 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 the who's who in wrestling on this stuff. And it is what it is. And, that's, and I'm never going to knock someone for business decisions. But it's there's there's a lot of shady stuff that goes on. And it's not just there. It's other places as well. But WWE, I've talked about this. They suppress. It's not just me. They've done it to everybody that's had an issue with the company. They suppress their social media. I already know it. And I can see the names and the people. And I go, yep, I can look at their followers and see they get. There's guys that with big followings on social that, that don't get any engagement interaction. But yet a fan can post and they get people are how like how's that happen? If you're on TV and on TV for a period of time, people just don't like all of a sudden you got your following, you got your following. Your following likes you. So what they've done is they figured and they shadow ban you to where if your following can't see you, you don't exist. So if you don't exist, nothing can can ever move past your following. Because we're all busy, we all live our lives. You know, if you don't see a Ryback post. Why would you think about me? Right? Why? And it, it, it's not like I, I wouldn't expect you to. You know, there's people I follow on social media and I see their stuff on my feed. And I go, oh, yeah, I like their stuff. I'm going to go like their post. Or I'm going to go engage with them. I'm following them for a reason. Oh, that chick's ass looks great. I'm going to go ahead and hit like on that. Give her the fire emoji. <laughs> but she comes back and supports my page <clears throat> with that. And, and that's just given a, a funny example, guys. But that's the psychology behind it. And they so they go out of sight, out of mind. You know, so that's what's gone on. And But I am being so passionate. And most guys will just give in. I have a brand and a business. I can't give in. This is how I make my living and my livelihood. And they're trying to, they're trying to screw with that. So I take it really personal. I try to stay as positive as possible and upbeat as possible. But it is, it is criminal what they have been away, uh, able to get away with. But I'm telling you, with like, and the stuff with Trump, and there's other people that are now filing claims against the social media companies for this very exact thing. And I think it's gonna. I think things are gonna change at some point, and it's gonna come out that they were working with WWE. I swear to God, I firmly believe that it will come out, and it's just their karma is gonna be really, really bad. And I think we're seeing it already play out in a way, and the tide starting to turn. And I think it's gonna, it's gonna only get worse. And I, and I mean that sincerely. And it, it's just, this is, I don't know why people would support them, but I believe it's because they like the wrestlers and they're going to tune in to see the wrestlers. But their numbers have gone down tremendously. The numbers are nowhere near what they used to be. So something isn't right.
Umar, I, I, I firmly believe that as well, my man. And it really, really does upset me because I think he could, he could, at his later stages in life, I would have thought uh, compassion and love uh, would have would have been something that he would have wanted to uh, be more known for, and it's not the case. And it is what it is. There's a lot of evil on this planet, but like I said, like, the, and I've learned and through people of the past, you could fight the good fight and not put up with bullshit. And that is what I strive for on that. And this is just like, I want it over and done with, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I believe I've always been protected though. And I, I'm the, I'm the one that could, could break that cycle. See, there's, so Stratos says, I remember, oh, oh, two. I remember last year on Instagram when I was randomly unfollowed, uh, from your account is this WWE that would be the thing that they said they told me there was a, a a bot deal hooked up to the account I didn't certainly hook it up that would unfollow people so very possible why would I want uh, why would I want people that are following me unfollow I want it but that's being done because then the perception is I'm not as popular as what I would be if, if my Instagram had over four million followers right now, People, I would have had more followers than what in that one year in WWE. That would make me look more successful, right? Even though it's still gone up, but it's gone up much slower because I've had to hustle and I've had to learn social media to make it grow despite all this BS. But this is the game they're playing. And these are 100% facts. I'm not like, this isn't anything made up or anything. Like, I could admit, like, if I wasn't popular or any, I don't care. Like, okay, cool. But like, I know the stuff going on and I know their game. And it's just, not going to stop me. It motivates me even more, but I do believe karma is going to come back and get him. Seeing what we got going on here. I cannot speak Arabic, Arabic. I'm sorry. Arabic, Arabic. Oh, we got another super chat here. Dazzle by nature. Good to see you, my man. Hey, man, hope all has been good. Crazy uh, was 80-plus degrees in Ireland. Keep doing what you do. Much respect. Thank you, buddy. 80, man. Oh, that sounds like beautiful weather. We've been in the hundreds, but it's not hasn't been 117 since those. We had like a week of 113 to 117, and it was uh, that was too much. It's been It's been a lot. Okay, we're just going to – I don't like that question. But thank you very much, Dazzle by Nature. Oh, we got a low battery there. Sorry, TikTok. Low battery. Uh, uh, Christian says the Nexus could be the biggest stable in WWE history. Yeah, I think Nexus had a good little run for what it was. I don't think Nexus is in the... I think Nexus has had the, the greatest debut of all time. Uh, and again, all that is all opinion opinions, right? I, but I think the impact that we had on our debut 
was was as, as good as anything I've ever seen. Um, but I don't think the booking for the for the faction was uh, long long term. It was obviously it was very short lived, and I got injured. Um, and it and I, and I feel I t- I take uh, again booking. I I think I think the writing was on the wall anyways after the SummerSlam deal. Um, I think though we would have uh, we would have I think the group if I had not got injured I think things would have been a little different knowing how my mind works and being involved in things. Um, but at the end of the day, um, I think it, it, it would have just the booking in general, if you're not like, if the, the purpose of the group is not to like create main guys out of the group, but I, I do believe like, and like it was, I think me and Wade were always the two, right. Isn't that not counting Dan, Dan was only in it the first night, but I always think me and me and Wade were the two that, they knew, and I think that played out with. And Wade's booking was was shit, where he could have been been. I mean, he's talk about a, a just. I thought Wade made a venter all the way, but he had some bad breaks too along the way. And but he uh, he he's one of my favorites. Yeah, Sophie's doing very well. She's uh she's Sophie, you in here, babes? I think she's lying on the floor in here. She was chewing on her bone a little bit ago. She's uh she's doing really good though. Thank you. Constant work just watching her and everything, but uh she's doing well. Uh no, I never learned to speak uh, Italian when I was in Italy before. Um Yeah, you lose. You're gonna you lose body weight uh, by by having a reduction in your calories over a period of time, and I don't know why the connection keeps going out on TikTok. I apologize. Um, but you know you could you could do sauna work and all that. It's not gonna you're gonna lose body water doing that, and then you lose you know body fat over a reduction in calories over a period of time, consistent doing that consistently um and your body based off genetics and uh, you burn body fat based off just your genetics your dna and it could be the first place you burn it it could be the last um but you got to do it consistently over time you got to train your abs once or twice a week really really good you got to do some other core stuff and i believe over time you you'll have a great midsection i've always done abs i think i have is is top quality abs, especially being a bigger guy that, uh, and I've always done abs twice a week. A lot of guys don't do abs hardly and because they're, they're lazy and abs hurt takes time. And it like a lot of people don't like abs are one of those muscle groups. It's not like training other body parts. Abs really like it's harder. That's why most people don't have abs. It's like conditioning being in top shape where you don't get tired. takes a lot of work. There's a reason why most people can't play sports or be fighters or be wrestlers. They don't have it in them. And that's the difference between that hungry mindset and then just an average mindset of just skating by because it takes work. That's but that's where, too, social media has given a lot of those people a voice now. And they don't like things that take work. They don't like it. And that's very dangerous. And we're never going to escape that. The key is to block them or just to shut them out and don't listen to them. Not try not to be exposed to it as much as possible, and I've realized that. That's why too. And I, I tell you, the when I'm back wrestling, wrestling, and I'm, there's going to be 
I like Twitter won't be on my phone. I'll use an app. I won't be be engaged on that whatsoever because I believe that's by far the worst. I don't even want to see it. I'm so happy with that stuff. Put out my content. And I'm going to have a team putting out probably the majority of my stuff, which I've got some good help right now. But it's going to be like where I think it's just going to be. I'm just going to live life and be happy and then and let the people because the people that are going to run their mouth, you're never going to stop it. So that's the, you're just wasting your time. So why would I take away my quality of life for a mindset that I want nothing to do with? And that's the key with social media is not getting caught up in that. You see how many people are lost and caught up in it. They're arguing all day long. They're not doing shit in their lives. That mindset, that's why I don't, I don't, people say I block people and I don't hate them. I just, I'm not, I don't fucking deal with it. I don't deal with it. I wish everybody the best, but I'm not going to deal with it. I don't want to be exposed to that shit mindset. Uh, vitamins are important in any diet. I'm big on taking a whole food multivitamin and a whole food iron supplement. Um, I take an oral B12, but I get a lot of that through my diet anyways with the nutritional yeast and everything. But um, the oh, a lot of the stuff you hear about like the vegan diet and all this stuff is is all trash on like where they want to discourage people from eating it. And like it's just, we live in such a stupid world. I'm telling you, like, you got to, you got, but it takes work. You got to learn the foods. You got it. Whatever you think, you know, you need to just learn foods, learn the protein, vegan foods, learn the quality carbohydrate, vegan foods, find the foods you like, have a diverse balanced diet. Things we've been told though before, but just actually do it. And you watch the quality of your life. Your metabolism will get faster. When you start eating the right foods, Getting rid of the animal and dairy, your body just changes, your mood changes, everything. So I'm approaching a year now. <clears throat> few, it'll be in less than a few weeks, it'll be a year vegan. I don't think anybody would ever have expected that. And I dare you to look. I'm getting in better and better shape. My body, I've healed my shoulder. That scar tissue wouldn't break. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a miracle. But people are going to say what they're going to say. Uh, if I managed to survive the apocalypse, uh, what do you think your post-apocalyptic job would be? Uh, I'd be the new, new Tony Robbins. Just like, but we, people would be out, they'd be on the mountain. They'd be like on a little mountain and the people would be below me. And I'd be doing this. Just tell, just give, just talking randomly. Like, ask a question. Steve, with one arm. What is it? And he'd probably be like, hey, what's like John Cena like? And I'd be like, down a pit of spikes. Shell shock down a pit of spikes. And we'd actually have a pit of spikes. And the town would be Rybackville. <laughs> yeah, the, I, I talked about Dan and CM Punk, uh, the rumors of them going uh, to AEW. And I, I think it's all, uh, I, think it, I think the Dan thing is certain for sure. It's, um, I think that, that definitely is something that, uh, has happened or is going to happen. I, uh, I'm excited because I told you guys, sorry, I got my finish at BCAs that, uh, 
That was me, Dan, and Cody that rode together for a little period early on in WWE back in 2012. I don't know if we made it. It was me, Dan, and Cody, and then Cesaro was in, was in there. And it, I can't remember if it was – I think it started with me, Dan, and Cody, and then it was me, Dan, Cody, and Cesaro, or it was it could have been them three, and then I joined. I don't remember. But then I couldn't take it anymore. I needed my own schedule, and then I finally started making money where I could ride alone. And I wanted to listen. I, I wanted to learn and listen to audiobooks. And even though I, I did enjoy our discussions, um, but I, I needed to be it was a great group. I honestly look back and, and it was it was we were always laughing and it was it was good memories. The Panera Bread story is greatly exaggerated, but I would like to revisit that. I think that if uh, I do find myself landing in the same promotion uh, at some point, that we would uh, definitely do a recording of uh the return to Panera bread. And I would like to have it edited where I'm like having like flashbacks and having like cold, hot sweats of like breaking down mentally and like trying to like not embarrass myself based off the story. I think we could tell a great story that could be on being the elite. Maybe we'll have to see, talk to Cody about that. That's what I'm going to, I'm going to actually text Cody tomorrow and be like, I want to, I'm going to pitch a storyline for Panera bread and just see what his response is. It's my favorite. I've almost done this on other things. My other thing I was going to do to Cody was pitch shitty Wardlow storylines to make it look like I had big guy heat with Wardlow, where I like want to be like be on the creative team, but I just pitch really shitty ideas for him. <laughs> uh, just me having fun. I really like Wardlow a lot. I think he he's going to be even, much bigger than he even is now. Uh, Mitchell says, who did I, a lot of wrestling stuff tonight. Uh, who did you have the best chemistry with in the ring? I feel like you and Cesaro always had great matches. Thank you. Uh, I always enjoyed wrestling Cesaro a lot. I honestly, outside of, um, there wasn't anyone. I don't feel like I never had chemistry with, uh, there was never like outside of, uh, I'm not even going to name his name because I'm done ever talking about the guy ever again. There was, there was maybe one or two people that I, I didn't look forward to to wrestling uh, as much. Um, it was more just from a lack of effort on their part, um, and it is what it is. But the uh, and I never liked, even though like I always, I never liked wrestling bigger guys, even though it was, it was fun. Um, it's just much harder. I'm talking like the big like, and I like it's just sometimes it's tougher. It's tougher on your body, and you're picking guys up. And they're they're bigger, and you're you're bumping more for them, and it's just, I mean, I, I was it was always a lot of fun, but it was it was physically pretty demanding just with everything, and I got paired up with them a lot, and I think that was, and I think that's why I feel the way that I do. I think if it wasn't as often, that I would not have have, have it was actually quite a lot, and I and I look back at things, and I, I it's you know, but it, it, they did get good reactions when you pick them up for for shell shock or whatever you do, and. So it, it's a, it's a, it's a trade off. Trying to see. What... <laughs> Who? This is a good question. Uh, let me see. I really like this question a lot. 
Stratos O2 says, who would win in a fight, a mouse-sized John Cena or a lion-sized Paul Heyman? This is a good question. I'm really thinking hard about this. This is, this is, this is quite the question, if I may say so myself. Um, yeah, that's tough. It's John gets put down to the size of a mouse. And Paul's already, was already fucking enormous. Um, not in a good way, but if you, if he's a lion sized, that's, I don't see how John can overcome that. But if Paul can't see him, what, what, what does John have in his arsenal that could take him out being the size of a mouse? You know? I'm going to have to go, unfortunately, and I hate to say it, I'm going to have to go with the line size Paul Heyman. Let's see. Paul Rizzo. <laughs> uh, yes, I've been to Australia. I was I was champion in Australia, the rock and roll wrestling champion. I never lost the title. Uh, do I ever think I'll shave my beard? No, I, I've always I don't I I never had facial hair until I became Ryback. Skip Sheffield never had it. I always shaved my face. I, I never, I, even younger, I never, I never had, I never just, I never, I always shaved. And then I just, I think that was uh, when I created the Ryback uh, name and everything in my, when came across a secret in my mind, like literally talked about the feed me more hungry mindset. I think too, that was all part of the, the evolution of that. And when I, after the ankle injury and coming back as Ryback in WWE, it was like a, a rebirth for me. And I was like, I'm just, this is who I am from now on. So I don't, I don't see myself shaving. I just keep it trimmed. Oh, usually pretty consistent. And, uh, I'm not a fan. I don't think I've always been fascinated by people. And I think there's certain instances where it's all right, but some people feel the need to like change their hair or their thing. And that like, that's going to make any fucking difference. Uh, like on, on like on how you fight or how you, how you entertain. I look at it like, and I get it. If you have hair, I think maybe like, you know, you could do different things with it. But like at the end of the day, like, but again, there's so, and I say that, but like you look at like Scott Steiner, the thing, like, I think that made him big pop pump. And like, so I think though, if I were to grow my hair out and let my beard get long, that's a transformation that would, would have a different look and feel to it. Right. But I wouldn't. I don't want to do that. I, I wouldn't want to look like that in my personal life. I think like I, I, I would. I'd be miserable. I think there's something. Oh, and this is what I, where I was going with this. Like today, and this is just an example. This happened. This is a funny story. Once in the sauna, a couple today, and the guy goes, "Hey, you're Ryback." Right hey, buddy. It was just us in there, and he just said hello on his way out. But on my way to get my coffee and go to the gym, I'm at a light, and I'm by the mountains, and there's this plane flying really low. And I'm like, I'm, I'm so, I go, where that, what is going on? The, something was going on with the plane. 
And, and it, as far as I know, it didn't crash. I didn't see anything, didn't hear anything. But I lost track of it because I had the light turned and I had to get on the freeway. But I'm like memorized by this plane. I rolled my window down and I'm like looking out the window at this plane and a cop on a bike literally pulls up right next to me at the light. And I didn't like, he pulled up right at my window and we're just making eye contact and I wasn't, but I didn't see him at first. So I'm like looking, he doesn't know what I'm looking at. So he probably thinks I'm like looking at him weird, but he's like looking at me and I, I look at him and go, hello, officer. I had to say something looking like a psycho at staring at the mountain. And uh, he goes, Hey, you're that wrestler Ryback. I go, I am. And the light turned green. And luckily we didn't like, cause you never, you know, I love cops, but I always think they're going to give me a ticket for something. And, uh, and he goes, well, have a nice day and rolled up the window and went about my business. So, but he, it's because my look is consistent. Sorry again, TikTok. Damn phone. We got another super chat. Here's super, super, super chat. The Hulk. Hey, Ryback, you should make a t-shirt like the classic Kiss Me, I'm Irish, but instead make it say Kiss Me, I'm freaking jacked. That's not a bad idea, actually. I'm going to message that. I'm going to look up the logo, and I'm going to send that to my uh, graphic guy. Chris, kiss me. I'm freaking jacked. Thank you very much, Hulk. That's a great suggestion, actually. I really like that. And I could wear that around town. Wonder how many smooches that would get the big guy. Definitely in the gym. Definitely get some smooches in the gym with that. Oh my God, that's so cute. <laughs> uh, let me see. Yeah, that Miz comment was probably definitely from Vince for sure. I think it's great to practice boxing if you like it. If you don't like it, I think you shouldn't do it. Life is very simple, guys. Life is about doing the things that we like and enjoy. And then if we can't do the things that we like and enjoy, we work and we find a way to be able to do the things that we like and enjoy. And it's it's not getting caught up too much in what other people are doing. We're one human being where you have one our one life. All we do, we're all different. We all There's people that sit around and play the guitar. I don't give a fuck about the guitar, guys. I don't lose an ounce of sleep knowing I can't play the guitar. You know why? Because I don't care. I'm not a guitar guy. I, I like, like, listen to guitar. I, I think it's awesome people play the guitar, but it's not a passion of mine. So, but I don't get caught up in it. Too many people want to do too many things. Just do the things that you like and be happy and content with it. Don't worry about the bullshit. Don't worry about all the noise on the outside. Just live your best life and do the things that you enjoy. And I promise you, we all have happiness exist inside all of us right now in this moment. Problem is too many people are getting caught up in what other people are doing or what other people have. I've really, really, really become really, I feel like at peace with all of this, knowing and with things and my health and, and just like not getting just getting out of a horrible environment and like learning the simple things that we have every day we take for granted. I'm telling you, man, do the things that you enjoy. Boxing helps you relieve stress, so you do it. Jake, you're a smart man.
Uh, let me see what else we got. Uh, I was uh, I enjoyed the Moxley Archer match. I like both those guys a lot, and I was really happy to see. I thought that was booked very well. And I think that was a big win for the Murderhawk uh, monster. I think he needed the big win. And I think that that match made him a bigger star. And this is what I talk about. You can't just bring in big names and have them. You can't have them beat everyone all the time. At the right times, you have them. John's been made and John's been booked very well. A loss here and there done the right way does a lot of good. And that was a very good win for, for the Murderhawk monster. WWE did not uh, did not release me. Guys, I walked away on, under my own merit and let my contract expire. We've talked about that, but they put out a lot of lies to make people, I think, think uh, that I got fired somehow, and I don't know how that ever became a thing. I still have the contract that I, I did not sign and get back. And if my life was a painting, what would it look like? I'd literally give no thought to that kind of stuff, guys. Do you want me to give thought to it? We can give a little thought to it here on the Ryback Show. If my life was a painting, what would it look like? Just a picture of me smiling with dogs. All the dogs of my life, from childhood to the day that I die. Because that's me at my happiest with my dogs. I think a man that loves animals is a good man. I don't give a fuck about like achievements or anything like that. You know, I think that is, there's, I don't know what's going on with my TikTok live. It keeps like, I just think me with my dogs, that's what I would want people just to see images of my dogs, like the painting and me smiling. The baby, the reason why I have the baby Yoda stuff is my, well, a friend got me this one, but it, it makes me smile because it makes me think of Sophie. So I've never even seen the Mandalorian or anything. I don't watch any. I've never seen, I think I've seen one Star Wars movie that was like the remake back when I was a teenager. I don't know anything about Star Wars, anything like Star Trek or I don't watch like, I, I never got caught up. I don't hate it. I just never, never watched it. Um, I don't, but I don't watch any really hardly any TV outside of, I'll watch a little bit of impractical jokers. Uh, I'll watch a little shark tank every once in a blue moon and not even, not even a lot, but just here and there, or every once in a blue moon, blue moon, I'll throw on a documentary on Netflix. If it's something majority of time, if I have the TV on, the sound is off and I'm listening to audiobooks as I'm doing other work and doing my stuff. And it's, that does me a lot better. I think it's a big, and as you learn and you, I listen to a lot of great people. Um, everything from the music we listen to, from the, from the content we are watching and, and consume, whether you, if you watch a lot of news, like you could tell how, what a person does in their life based off like their habits. And a lot of the people like now, this is like right now, a lot of the people that are like living in fear that are afraid of all the COVID stuff still, still they're caught up in the news. Right. And then they're, they're believing all the bullshit, the lies and the stuff. And they're caught up in the, the, the cases of the unvaccinated. Like, it's crazy. By the way, if you're getting a COVID shot, the, the vaccine to protect yourself against getting COVID and whatnot, like and people are choosing not to get it. 
People hate each other on so much on social media. Why are they acting like they give a damn? Let them die if that's the case. What are you so caught up on? But everyone, I think so many people want to like feel good that they're doing something good. It's like, such, you know what's good? Going vegan. You can reduce the risk of, of contracting COVID by like 70 something percent. Eat your, your fruits and vegetables and, and take an immune system support. I don't even care if you take mine. It's the best one there is. I haven't been sick in over eight and a half years. My other vegan friends haven't been sick. But what the fuck do we know? We're the bad ones because we take care of ourselves. That's the world we live in. But don't, don't watch that shit. Fuck them. People that work for the news, fuck them. Block them. Don't, I don't listen. If I've, I've met people, they work for the news. I don't talk to them ever again. I see how they act. And they're just, they're full of shit. They're not good human beings. So, but don't, we are what we consume on that stuff. And it's, and it's always, always the, the great successful minds all think the same on it. Check out Edward. I take my ISO hungry plant powered caramel cookie. Uh, feed me more nutrition protein shake. I love it, man. And uh, I use it in a blender. And uh, I'll usually too mix a little peanut butter, like I said, with it and a little bit of the weight gainer. It's my big pre-workout meal where I got all my macros measured out for that. And uh, it's my one non-meal of the day as far as the other three meals are food. My last meal of the night, if you guys want to, this is a good little tip too for you guys. Um, my last meal, what I've been doing is I do my two tomatoes and maybe I'll usually do maybe that. Maybe a pickle or two, a sphere, organic, and uh, sometimes a handful of olives. But I'll do two servings of the barbecue pistachios. I do a either a blueberry or strawberry cashew milk yogurt, uh, very low calorie on that. And there's there's a little bit of there's like 10, 11 grams of sugar in it, but it, it's very minuscule. And what I do is I mix it with a scoop of seitan, which is pure protein. Um, and then uh, a serving of hemp hearts and a serving of chia seeds. I add a little bit of water to it to help mix the seitan in with the yogurt. And oh my God, it's like it contains 23, 33, 4, about 50 grams of protein in that. And that alone, low carb, high protein. And then I get 12 grams of protein from the pistachios too. I could add and I could up that protein if I want with more seitan pretty easily. And TikTok is shutting off my live. Damn. I don't know what's going on. I've, I apologize. Damn. Weird things going on. But. Instagram, thank you. It's a great meal, though. It's very light. It's high protein. It's completely vegan. And I, I think you guys will really, really uh, enjoy that. Uh, yeah, it depends on your, your schedule and how you handle high-intensity interval training. Uh, it's... I'm a fan of doing both. I, I do. I do. I call my hard like cardio where I'm. I'm my heart rate and for wrestling. It's my conditioning, and then my cardio is on the elliptical or things where I'm just or walking to burn calories, just to get some extra calories for the day. And not that's not counting my conditioning. Um, 
I think it just depends on what you can, when you do the high intensity interval training, your heart rate is elevated for longer. Your metabolism uh, is elevated for longer on that. Um, so it just depends on your time and, and, and how, how much, how well you handle it. I think if you're on a tight schedule, but I think it's just better to push yourself in general health wise to, to be in shape. I think it is, I think being in shape is a very, very, uh, just a good survival mechanism to have to not be winded, regardless of your skill level in anything. I think if you are able to not get tired as quickly as other people, you always give yourself a fighting chance in life. I did not watch any of the the pay per view. I, I don't have the Peacock deal. I don't. I don't. Not, I'm not going to get it. Uh, we have not got the one, two, three on Amazon yet. We're waiting. I've got to because we got to get uh, third party testing done, uh, and I just sent off three of the shell shock. Is should be done any day, because um, Amazon's requiring third party testing uh, to sell the supplements on there. Now, uh, the problem for me with that is it's very expensive because we use a lot more ingredients than other companies. And I, I do have a large line. So, and this was all just got introduced this year. So what we're doing is we're going to be doing it with the best sellers on there first. Um, and Amazon pushed back the date, but the, the stuff will still be sold on there for the time being, but they're not, they're not, we're not putting the new items on yet. <clears throat> I just sent off the brain feed and 10 count creatine. The other company I'm working with is going to get those listings created. Um, and then once essentially once they're, those are rolling, I'll, I will use Amazon money to get the other products tested and then let them roll those out on there. So, and eventually everything will be on there again. So it's, uh, but it, it, it's, this is all just business stuff I deal with on a daily basis testing and what happens. So to the other thing, so when Amazon announced this earlier this year, um, as you would suspect, because we live in a shitty world, the, the third-party uh, supplement testers jacked up their prices to get supplements tested by a lot because all these companies were freaking out. And I go, I just sat back. I go, let's just see what happens. How often are they going to require this? So... I, but I, I, I got, a, I took, I did my homework and got enough emails to the, to the testers where I sent out email after email getting quotes because I was going to go, eventually somebody is going to be honest and want business. And luckily enough, one company came back. Um, the other companies were charging five to $6,000 per supplement. And I got multiple flavors, remember, two on things. And then another company came back at about like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars, and I go, and it's the same testing, it's the same certifications, but they're not overcharging; they're just keeping the rates what the rates should be. And I go, yep, I'll do business with you. So, but that was uh, you could see how expensive that could be, and that's just like upfront. We like, and uh, so I've always said in having a business, my job is to stay in the green and make money, and I don't do anything stupid to, to distract that. And, uh, and so that's why we're going to do the best selling supplements. And then once the funding is coming in through that, I will use that to, to fuel the testing to then, and this other company is going to be eventually taking over the whole line on there. So it will be on there 
hopefully sooner rather than later, but you can get better discounts on feedmemore.com. And I always suggest everyone just go shop over there. Yeah, we got rid of Joey. Joey's an idiot, guys. I have not retired, guys. Yeah, I do get the same questions over and over. Welcome to my life. This is why I sometimes avoid going places because it's I get the questions in person, too. All right, guys, with that, we're at 107. I'm going to wrap up for the night. I got to go make my last meal and uh, get the dogs out of the house here for a little bit. Uh, but I appreciate you listening as always. And check out Feed Me More Nutrition on feedmemore.com. Save 20% as always with discount code RYBACKSHOW20. Guys, on there. Have a great evening and stay hungry, my friends. Feed me more. Thank you.